0: Would you, would would you like to start? I don't know.
1: Is it time to start? I'm gonna just chill.
0: Or is it, or is it time to stop? Bring it back an ancient
1: meme. Bringing it back. Hey man, I I do what I do. What would you? What else? You know what else came back? What's that? BoJack. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I want to continue down this
0: line of thought real quick.
1: But, okay. All right,
0: hey, what we would you here. consider an ancient meme? Okay. Uh, let's see. Low faces? Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. That's pretty ancient at this point. Dancing babies? Dancing babies, absolutely. Um, Would you count Ugandan Knuckles as an ancient meme?
1: Nah, we're not... We're not, we're not bringing that on this good Christian. Uh, you can, you can keep that shit adding. I of I
0: have a fascination with how quickly the internet picks up something and then throws it away immediately. So to me, like, ancient memes are basically just like, anything that is not current, anything that is not within the last six months is basically an ancient meme. It might, have been, might as well have been written on, like, stone tablets. Okay. That's that's a bold accusation right there. So yes, I would say you got knuckles is a uh, is an ancient meme at this point. Put it in the put it in the vault.
1: I don't I don't think we need that on this Christian Minecraft server. Um But uh yeah, you know what? Look, memes are just kind of like a cyclical thing that just kind of flash pans, you know? It doesn't stay oh. around long. It's a flash. And it's gone. Sometimes they stay along a little stay around a little longer, but not always the case.
0: I don't know. I feel like I feel like a good apt representation for memes is that it's it's a joke that its sole appeal is that it is beaten into the ground mercilessly until finally everyone is sick of it and then it is retired. It's cyclical, but in the way that is literally just like, well, we're just going to use this joke until there is nothing left. There's nothing of value left in it, and then we will toss it away. And then eventually, someone will get nostalgic for it and trying to
1: bring it back. You know what i I guess I just see memes as something different then, because I wouldn't, I would not define a meme in that way at all. What I, you know what? I I I don't frequent the type of memes that you frequent. <laughs> you know, we we are in two different worlds. I I understand this. already. Right. I'm I am I am much more
0: firmly in a shit posty camp than uh than you are. So yes, absolutely. I apologize.
1: Um. Yeah. For for me, for me, memes are more like flashes in a pan. It's like oh that went and that that left. I I, don't, I usually don't uh see like uh I do see like similar stuff. You know, it kind of like all builds off of each other, but. I don't see like the same ones again and again. Then again, I don't sort by new on Reddit. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a dangerous place for people braver than me. I do not I, I do not touch that place. Um No, because I think of like I think of like I think of like mainstream memes. I don't even think of like memes that I see. I think of like Harambe or like Left Shark or something like that, where it's just like a joke. Beaten into the ground until eventually, just nobody finds it funny anymore. We, we've exhausted the jokes, which it we, yeah, but not all.
1: But not all memes are left sharp.
0: No, 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 no. But that's why I find the Area Fifty One raid so interesting. We are going on a tangent here. I apologize. <laughs> I we had a we had a topic we were going to talk about today, but I just want to briefly talk about this. I find the Area Fifty One raid so interesting because i think it's the first instance of a meme being so popular for so long that it actually had people still interested in it like three months after it came out because i don't know a person alive who's talking about baby yoda in february in like mid-february anymore even though that was like the hottest thing on the internet and for some reason like Area 51 was such a popular meme that it actually garnered interest when it actually was supposed to happen.
1: I'm I'm gonna be honest. I'm surprised nobody got shot. <laughs> I thought there would would have been at least like one dumb asshole. Um, that, uh, a few people tried legitimately. A oh, few people they, tried. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, not not get
0: shot, but tried to got, get in. Um, I don't know how much credence I put into it, but, like, from what I heard, three different groups were arrested. There was, like, this one dude who was doing it for, like, YouTube or Instagram or some shit. Um, there was, like, a woman who did it as well, and then there was somebody else. But I think they just got, I think they just got detained for, like, 24 hours, and then they were let go. Like, don't do that shit again. Ah. Um. Yeah, I, uh, I, I. Do you think? All right, I promise this is the last tangent, and then we will talk about the 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 thing we wanted to talk about today. That's all
1: good. We can keep going on your tangent.
0: Do you think eventually there is going to be somebody who is a historian for memes, or a hist- I guess I guess a better way of putting it would be like a historian for internet culture. I I'd, I'd argue that's already a thing. To a degree, but it's more like a joke- it's not like, like a jokey thing. It's like a thing you'd see on youtube, mm, where it's like here's the history of
1: I can has cheeseburger, and it's like okay, no no, 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 like there's actual internet historians like that is a thing, yeah, like you have people that like are like for the internet preservation project or something along those lines, I think it is, which has like the Wayback machine and you know all those kind of things that try and preserve like the history of like the internet and and that kind of thing. And those that try and preserve like lost media and all that, so like that is like a thing people try to do. Yeah, but I guess because like, like, it's just all like a tangent of like what is culturally going on at the moment. Like you know, toss a coin to your Witcher, <laughs> you know, like that. That is a meme that, that, that is, has been going around. That is, um, I
0: guess, mm. I guess, yeah, the internet preservation society probably like whatever their name is preservation yeah or something. I, I don't know the um, actual name whatever they are like i guess that's the first group i would categorize as like a legitimate effort to do that because up until now anytime i've ever seen people try and do it it's just been like this fragmented like oh man i save every single video this person posts online and it's like all right cool but like what about like on a broader scale like what happens one day when i want to remember what e world looked like in in 1999 or whatever like i want i would, i want i, would, I, would, I, would, I would someone who can like give a representation of what the internet was like over time and i guess that's a possibility now with um um with some of these like groups springing up but i hope it becomes a more serious thing cuz i do think that like that is something important to write down like as as much of a meme as it sounds like being like man i want to be able to explain to people what harambe meme was about because eventually people are just going to see like dicks out for harambe and no one's going to really ever know the context <laughs> or well i mean i don't even know what the fuck context for that was but you know what i mean where it's like things are just lost over time and i feel like the internet moves at a mile a minute and we need
1: someone who's writing but, this shit down. I mean I mean but then you could I think it's actually a very fair argument to say like but who cares? <laughs> you can. right? Like I mean, I think I think some of it is just um like who who cares what uh scanner 667 said. Um, oh no
0: no 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 no. I I don't need a I don't you know, like, I don't need a public record of every post you've made online, but obviously I want to catch the big swaths of internet history. Okay. Like, um, like I'm super glad that they're, that this group is making a big deal out of saving all Flash games on the internet. Because that was something I legitimately had to worry about. That, like, one day I was not going to be able to go back and play these games from, like, me me as a kid. Like, just go back and play anything like this. It would have just been literally lost yeah. history.
1: But, I mean, it does kind of come down to is, like, how much of it is actually worth preserving. Because you get to a point where you cannot possibly consume the amount of media that is just present like media comes out in such a torrential downpour today Mm -hmm. that it's impossible literally impossible to keep up with everything that's going on
0: yeah and to be fair there's plenty that doesn't need to be saved like some kids part 47 let's play of terraria that has 50 views on youtube doesn't need to be saved but like that's kind of what history is about is like catching the big swaths of it catching the things that are culturally relevant i don't need to know um what the person had for lunch that day but obviously i need to know like if he was a part of an important event what led to that event it just i get you It's just something that I I mentioned it before on the podcast, like I have an interest in like media preservation and like figuring out kind of how we can preserve so much of this digital media that is like this is digital now. It should be it should be like a no brainer how to save everything on the Internet at this point. But obviously it's uh, it's getting harder and harder as time goes on with how
1: much is out there. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, it, it it does come to a point where it, it is actually going to start costing a lot just for storage, even though like it is cheap to store stored digital media. It's just the amount that is produced, and you know whether that amount is meaningful, not or not. But I don't do know the Library of Congress does keep like certain stuff mm-hmm. um, preserved and such.
0: Yeah, really important
1: but, things like, um,
0: well, like what's some of the examples for the internet?
1: Uh, I know there are a few well, things. Certain games and such that they that they do save and such. Hmm. But I can tell you off the top of my head. I do know that there are preservation projects going on for it, though.
0: I wonder if they have, like, really prolific YouTube videos on there. Like, in the Library of Congress somewhere. Saved on a flash drive or saved in, like, some some deep storage somewhere. Like, I wonder if some, somewhere in, like, a deep vault of the Library of Congress, Two Girls, One Cup is there. I was expecting some reaction, so you caught me way off guard. Ugh,
1: uh, <laughs> just, oh God. just having no reaction.
0: I, just, uh, I got. Oof. I am. Um, I'm just imagining. I'm uh, just imagining a Fallout Three I, scenario, like it's the wasteland, just, the apocalypse has happened. People are breaking into the Library of Congress to see what treasures await there. They <laughs> find, find a DVD in there somewhere. Uh,
1: oh come on man
0: <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sorry I, I'm legitimately
1: sorry <laughs> I don't think you are I think you need to be punished oh god you need to be purged for your sins oh uh, there's I am still an innocent man look I'm all about that internet
0: preservation I want to make sure that what what's... like do you, should we burn some of it
1: cause like I'm cool with burning some of it <laughs> Like, you know what? You've convinced me we don't need it. Don't... <laughs> No No <laughs> These are the important things <laughs> I disagree. No, we need to burn all the meat. The, the they, things you think you don't need. You need the we most We need we need to take magnets onto the hard drives. No No You can't I mean I probably can't. I don't have the power to do that. I So that I it's probably not
0: I way. look I'm all for media preservation I just need to I just need to know that there is some there is some someone out there saving these cultural touchstones of the internet yes yes the Rosetta, <laughs> the Rosetta Stone of the internet oh, Christ
1: <laughs> Anthony what are we talking about today Done. Well, I've gone so we, far. We, I can't. We have gone so far. So far that we have a new title for today, Dank Memes and Bojack Dreams. Oh
0: wow, that's that's what you're picking. That is what I'm going Oop, with for today. Oh boy. Um, so, BoJack ended. It did. It ended uh what was it like the ending of January or something like that? Yeah, it something like it that. It wrapped up um its series. Um Actually, actually um, I don't quite know the story of the production of it, actually, because I remember right before it ended, there was a couple of stories that came out that were like this, uh, like the show itself wasn't supposed to end this early or something like that. I don't know. Mm. I guess the reason I bring it up is because I feel like this show in particular doesn't feel like it was rushed to an ending at all. Uh-huh. Like I feel like this could have literally just been the ending of the show planned, and it's like, yeah, this just flows. It works.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I didn't even hear anything about that at all. Mm. Like, period. There was some. So this is the first thing, time I've heard anything about that. Yeah, there were
0: some rumblings. I think it was because there was an interview with Aaron Paul, who plays Todd in the series, talking about, yeah. um, talking about the show, like Netflix coming to them and saying, wrap it up. Um, but I don't think it was like, from all, from all I gathered from it, and obviously I, I had no idea what actually happened, but like, from what I gathered from it, it sounds like it was amicable. It was just like, hey, you guys should probably wrap up this series. You're like on your sixth or seventh season. It's like, okay, yeah, that seems
1: fair. Yeah. I mean, overall, I feel like the series ended nicely. So uh, before, before we, before we go into the ending of BoJack, Drew, what, what is BoJack? That's a deep philosophical question. Uh, Bojack... Define a unit of Bojack.
0: Bojack is a show about a sad horse. There you go. That's the summary. (laughs) I couldn't
1: have have done it better myself. Okay, well,
0: I mean, I guess the best description I can give it is there's an actor in Hollywood named Bojack Horseman who is kind of like in like the midpoint of his career like he had a really explosive career as a as like um, a young adult he was on like a famous sitcom uh back in the 90s he was on a famous tv show as as the theme song teaches you um and mm-hmm. now that he's passed like the most pivotal part of his life he's trying to keep that fame or at least like figure out the rest of his life while he's working through like mental health um issues, putting it lightly. Um yeah. yeah, he and uh and the show I just described to you is entirely
1: a comedy by the way. Um it is yeah. it is comedy first. It is comedy first and it it in the one thing I think that's interesting with the show is that it takes the comedy that it has and it tries to say something about everything that's around Oh it. yeah. Because it's all about the production of like shows and movies and all that kind of, like, actor life, but in a way that shows, like, how it had dehumanized him and how he had become the shitty person that he was. Yeah. And so. Like,
0: how, almost how, like, the industry changed him, because as much of a story as it is about BoJack Horseman, it's a story about Hollywood more than anything else. Yeah. It is, it is, like, a shockingly like bleak look at Hollywood and like fame of that nature where like, mm-hmm. it's so fleeting and it kind of like puts you up on a pedestal and then immediately takes you down from it. It's, it's yeah. such an interesting, I, I feel like the guy who made this show must have like a crazy amount of industry experience to be talking to like make, um, uh make like commentary like this because like when i'm watching the show i'm just like this is like this is everything i've ever heard about hollywood condensed down to a really funny joke
1: yeah yeah and it 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 pretty much hits like all the big stuff that has been leaked out about hollywood and such and it tries to say something about it as well which is kind of interesting and the weird thing is it bojack is a wholly unlikable person But the Uh, show makes him somebody you root for. I don't know if I would
0: say the show as a whole makes him an unlikable person. I think there are moments where you realize that he's very, that he's, he makes some really, really shitty decisions. Mm -hmm. But I think overall, he's got like a charisma or a charm about him still. Like he's still somewhat likable. But that's kind of the interesting thing, is that when he does have those moments of, like, really bad decision-making, you're like, oh my god, I I, I like you, but, like, holy shit, Bojack, <laughs> that's messed up. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, i I wouldn't necessarily say the show is, like, an unlikable main character. I would say it's a character who is very flawed- But is still charismatic, still like a Hollywood celebrity, like still someone who can win you over.
1: He's somebody that you can look at the worst moment of your life and you you can kind of relate to that kind of feeling of like trying to get out of that kind of situation. So he's somebody the show makes him somebody relatable, but he's still somebody that. He would be the adversary in a different show. Right. Like he he would be he would be like the fuck up on the sideline (laughs) kind of deal.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I guess to a degree. Um, I don't know. I'd be really interested to actually see like a a show from a different this show from a different perspective. Like from a character within the series looking at Bojack from the outside. Because usually we get a lot of context for the really shitty decisions he makes in his life. And I wonder how that would
1: look without the, like, internal knowledge of knowing what's going on in the show. Yeah. Or, like, without knowing, like, what had happened even. Just, like, how his parents had raised him. And, like, it, 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 it gives such a strong perspective. Like, you can see why he is how he is mm-hmm. and such. You can see how all the different steps have led him to who he is as a person. And you can see it around all the people around him as well you can see that just nobody just woke up and was this vicious asshole one day mm-hmm. and it's it's just like all these steps that had led him up to be that person who he is and how he has to take all these steps to get away from that as well
0: yeah and i mean the show has like a really um the show is like a really good way of reminding you that this is not the way bojack always was there are lots of flashbacks to, like, even even in the very end of the show, there are flashbacks to, like, his early days when he was this young adult in this sitcom where he was, like, you know, a nervous guy, like, just figuring out the industry and being like, I just want to, like, do good for the world and, like, I just want to, like, put, make people laugh. And then you see, like, the contrast of, like, this, like, starry-eyed actor all the way to where he is now in the show. Mm. Yeah. Um can I just say Sure. This might be one of my favorite shows. If if it's okay. not my favorite show, it's definitely in my top 10.
1: That's I think it's a super fair thing to say.
0: Um I didn't think this show would catch me as much as it did, but like I watched the very beginning of the show on a recommendation from a friend. And I made it through a few episodes and I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. And then there were some episodes that just got me where it was just like where not not even the serious ones, but like the jokey ones. Um there's one episode about like um uh what was it exactly? It was BoJack was doing like a press tour or something like that. And he said something mm-hmm. about how like not all the troops are like good people, and that turns into an entire, like, parody of Hollywood. Like, the whole, like, um, Hollywood news junket of, like, how quickly the news spreads, and then, like, the apology tours, and then him, like, getting interviewed and getting back in trouble, and, like, it's so interesting to see. So it wasn't just Mm -hmm. that it was, like, a show about a sad horse that tells funny jokes. It actually had some substance to it. Yeah. And then it gave you the serious storylines, and then you're like, oh, no, oh, oh, no.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because, like, the show definitely can bring you really, really low sometimes. Mm -hmm. I mean, all I'm going to say is, what was it, Arizona, right? Yeah, that was uh, season two or three, I forget when, but yes, that one is,
0: that's, God... Um, yeah, there's a couple episodes that are just like standouts and standouts to me. I'll probably get, we'll probably get to that when we talk a little bit more about spoilers, but like, I, Mm -hmm. I have some standouts in this series that I want to go back and rewatch now that the series is over. But, um, Mm -hmm. I do have some, I do have some non spoilery stuff I want to talk about first. Okay. We talk about Todd.
1: Sure, we can talk about Todd. I love Todd. (laughs) I, Todd is is a great thing. Todd is a shining beacon of hope
0: in a dank dour series. uh, When you're watching this (laughs) series about like this, this, this aged actor, who's like having trouble coming to grips with him, like becoming less and less relevant. You got a story about like Todd becoming the president of like a time internet company, (laughs) like, like an internet company about telling time, and then there are episodes about him like getting into all kinds of shenanigans. Anytime there was a Todd plot, I was kind of really into it. <laughs> <laughs> um e- even when it got a little bit more serious towards the end, I'm like, oh Todd, I care about you. Like, please, I hope you have a good ending. I
1: hope I hope things go well for you. Yeah. Um It's kind it's of kinda interesting. You know what? I don't care about spoilers. Anybody that's Listen to this show. I don't care anymore. You um, just, you just, you're just, you're just going to hear spoilers. Can we go a little
0: bit more?
1: No, I, I, th- I think we should make this a rule going forward. All right. If you listen to our show, you should expect spoilers. We're not going to be friendly to you. Anymore. <laughs> wow, just going to lay it all out there. <laughs> I'm going to lay it right out, on out there. I, I think we, I don't think we should care about spoilers anymore. All right, that's I, my opinion. I, I, you know what i always feel so restrained when i'm talking about a show and i just want to talk about all the spoilers well i think i'll get i'll get into like the
0: inside baseball of that a little bit real quick like i think it's okay. important a little bit to talk about the show talk about a show or a movie without spoiling it first because not, not okay. only because there are some people who might not watch it but also there are things you can say about a series that aren't right. spoilery things, because I feel like if you lead with the big finale, then when you try and go back to the littler things, it's like, oh, doesn't really work. that's that's the reason why I think about it that way. Like okay. obviously, we could talk about the finale and we could talk about what happened, but like I'm interested in like the series as a whole, okay. um, so yeah, I mean, I'm fine I'm fine with doing that. We just have to give like a heads up at the beginning of a show, like, hey, we're gonna be talking about this today. If you haven't watched any of it, tread lightly. Fine. All right. Let's do a beginning warning. <laughs> <laughs> we're not, Next time, we're just not gonna
1: jump into sp- hard spoilers. All right. So let, let's let's go at this. Uh, do you want to go at this character by character, or you got some episodes you wanna you wanna go at you you wanna finish up on top? Um, I mean, we can just talk about we can just talk about anything. We can talk
0: about characters if you want. Um, Todd, I mean, all I had was just that. Like, it is hilarious to me that this series that deals with like some of the darkest edges of of like the human existence basically is also like has this character who is tripping headfirst into success the entire show. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's a a a a good way of balancing the show because honestly, I could see this show suffering without him or a lot of the comedic elements in it like i would not want to watch bojack horseman as a show if it was only serious no i think that's fair because
1: it it does a good balance of being funny and actually being um saying something
0: yeah the humor the humor disarms you the humor makes you remember that this is a comedy and then throws you head first into the deep end again also, I apologize if you're hearing bumping. A cat has come up onto my lap.
1: Hey, it's okay.
0: Um, but it's going to cat. Uh,
1: speaking of cats, uh, what do you think of Princess Carolyn? She is somebody that is is something to idolize in fear. Being <laughs> <laughs>
0: someone to someone to generally look up to as a hero, but not the details. Not the
1: details at all. She honestly comes off as somebody that has, has like pushed herself forward into success and has worked so hard throughout her entire life. And it is... To, her, her, her entire character is questioning does that all matter? Mm-hmm. Basically. So w- what if that actually matters? And such. And I think it's a really interesting way it goes about it. It goes everything from mm-hmm her infertility to uh, you know, like who, who should she really be caring about in life? You know, how much should she give into this studio? Does does she, you know, show business business? Does she have the attention for somebody else in her life? That's, that's,
0: that's one of the big plot points of her, of her characters. Like she is so successful because she is like given every ounce of her day and attention to her clients and her work. So when it comes to like, personal growth or anything in her own personal life there's just no time for it there's nothing for her to really grasp onto because obviously any free time she has is spent at her job or her business yeah. or
1: anything that she wants going on and how and how she basically sees everything as like an adversary to overcome mm-hmm. and uh i i found it was very interesting in the last season how uh she was having this conversation with, uh, what is it, the Gecko lady, yeah. right? And uh, she was like, wow. And she had like a real heart to heart with her. And, and uh, what is it, Princess Carolyn was saying, oh man, why have we been hating each other all these years? And Gecko was like, wait, you've hated And <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, huh. You look back on it, because I remember feeling through the entire series that she was her adversary. It was like wait. There was definitely some adversary. Adver- there was definitely some
0: like rivalry going on with them. But I can see what you're saying. Where it's like maybe they maybe they could have been friends. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like honestly, her drive to succeed in everything she does led her to basically like abandon everything she she did. She was supposed to. Not. I don't want to say supposed to do, but like things that she was. She Things that she wanted to do outside of work, she didn't have time for. And that's mm-hmm. that's such an interesting character, especially when you pair her up with Bojack, which is... Bojack is such a needy character. Like, he, he needs to be loved, he needs attention, he needs people to help him, whether he wants that help or not. And well, Princess Carolyn's the thing- trade-off for that is that she is willing to give all that time to Bojack... And not develop
1: herself at all. Yeah. I mean, the interesting thing I find about all the main characters in this is that they're all the different sides of work ethic. You know? Because you have Todd who just stumbles into success. (laughs) You have Princess Carolyn who has to fight for it. And, you know, gets there. Then you have Diane who fights for it and doesn't really get there. Right? Mm -hmm. You have, like, and then you have uh, Bojack who just kind of also stumbled into it, but he's not keeping it up. Right yeah he's struggling yeah. with it, yeah
0: yeah like it's it's interesting to see because I mean it's another reflection on kind of the Hollywood industry of like people who work in that industry kind of have to work crazy hard to achieve success, and mm-hmm. it's not its it's honestly a gamble whether you achieve that success or not it is not it is not mm-hmm. promised that if you work hard in hollywood you you will get somewhere. And then there are some people who don't work hard at all and just happen to go places. Yeah. So like it's it's a good microcosm of kind of how Hollywood is. Um I guess like the foil to that is kind of like Mr. Peanut Butter, who is like a character who I won't say doesn't work hard, but obviously he's not talented enough to like warrant the success that he has throughout the entire show Mm -hmm. like he has birthday dad at the end of the show which is like apparently like the network's top show and no one even knows what it's about
1: (laughs) yeah yeah
0: oh i forget what he said it was something along the lines of like oh man like i can't believe i have to i have to like give up another birthday for this or something like that people are like what what is a birthday exactly in this show what is the show about it's, it, it's, it's, um, it, it's, and, it, and that's the thing. It's all set up for two things, two things that I really appreciate in a show like this. It's set up for either the humor of it or it's set up for the more serious plot lines. It's not yeah. like there's a whole lot of jokes that go on that are unrelated to one of those two things. Um,
1: all of the, the show feels like it's always progressing forward. It does, but it's, it's like, it takes a step forward, then it takes a step back, where you take two steps forward, and then you take, like, three steps back, and then you gotta take another two steps forward again.
0: Yeah, not in quality, but obviously, like, where the characters are growth-wise. I mean, Diane is definitely that. Diane is a character who has growth and then retracts on that personally and just sometimes out of her control, like, it just happens. So,
1: you know, what it is it is the one thing I like about the show a lot is I think it's a very realistic uh, show on what improvement is, because so often improvement is talked about in such a linear fashion mm-hmm. that, you know, you just keep going up and up and up and up. But in truth, a lot of people, they go up, they go down a little, they go up and they go down a little. They, they, keep, they keep being shaped by the experiences they have and so there are setbacks and there are things that get you back down and there are things that knock you down. But as long as you do keep going at it and you keep marching forward to it, you can actually improve. And it also shows that sometimes all the marching in the world is not going to get you where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Diane's storyline is pentamount to that right yeah she had like she she had this idea of what success looked like to herself without realizing that what she was chasing was something that she could not get yeah and honestly that was a nice message at the end of like
0: she was chasing basically Mm -hmm. uh i forget what episode it is but she's talking to uh princess carolyn just like um I was chasing my whole life to write this book that was going to change some kid's life to let them know that, like, the shitty life that she came from, obviously, she understands and relates to and lets lets people know that, like, you can have success even with this trauma in your life. And instead of writing the, like, crazy tell-all autobiography that she wanted to write, she ended up writing kids' books, which... Also ended up helping. Like it ended up being good for people.
1: Yeah, it's it's th- having like the idea of what success looks like, and then it turns out the success that you can actually achieve and be fulfilling is in another direction, or it's just slightly off the path. You know, and I think it's a great lesson for people, like of any age, really. Yeah. Now, mind you that. <laughs> I was just going to say, I feel like so many people chase that idea and don't actually know what it means. They don't know. It would be like when a dog chases its tail. It's just going around and around. And when it finally catches it, well, what the heck do I do with this thing? Uh, Excuse me. The correct response is sad, dog. (laughs) Um,
0: Yeah, like, I think think that's a message, honestly, that I didn't really pull from the series necessarily. But I can easily see that message. Like, um, mm-hmm. the series just has a lot in it. Like, it, it's packed with a lot of content. A lot of things to delve into. Because it's not just one thing. That's kind of the interesting thing about it. All the characters, all of the um plot lines, everything that's going on. Like, for instance, um Bojack's story isn't necessarily linear but not in the sense of like time but more in the sense of success like what you were describing like seasons the early seasons are about him trying to get like a big movie deal or something like that or trying to become popular again and there's little spigots of it there's little parts of like he he becomes popular for this or popular for that and then eventually he gets his stream movie secretariat and he becomes like a big hollywood star again only to be like removed from the film <laughs> um and then on top of that like you have the next season after that which is about Philbert which is like his ob- his i won't say lowest point but one of his lowest points in the show and that and and that is like a complete 180 from the previous season where he's like doing his dream movie but obviously, like, there are factors outside of just the success of what's going on with him. There's his own mental state. There's, his, like, what's going on in his own head. Um, and um, outside factors as well. Some of my favorite episodes are about, like, just generally what Bojack is going through. Um, mm-hmm. Time's Arrow, Free Churro. Free Churro is such a good episode. And I'm sad it never won an award because for, for a, for a, for an episode that is entirely about just Bojack speaking at a funeral, that is like some of the best writing I've
1: ever heard. I can agree with that. That, that was something that was, it it, honestly, it gave me a little bit of chills that I'm not going to lie. It, it really drove home just how much he kinda of was fucked up as a kid. Yeah. I mean Times Arrow is and
0: the the like other part of that which explains like his childhood with his mother and his father. So like it it yeah. everything you're watching in the show kind of like gives you a gives you a vivid picture of who Bojack is as a person. And this is something yeah. I wanna mention briefly. Is, the... Is you hate none of them? <laughs> well, <laughs> I can't say I love his mom, but you know,
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean, no, I I can agree with that, right? Like you can say, like, yeah, I I don't particularly like how they handled the situations, right? Oh no, 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 but not not
0: not like the showrunners, but I mean, like as a character, I don't necessarily like his mom.
1: <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um. I mean, you can totally see where she came from, though. right?
0: I can empathize where that's from. I I, yeah. I don't necessarily like the character, but obviously, I understand where they're coming from. Um, yeah, and like, well, what I was going to mention briefly was that man, Will Arnett is such a good actor. Like, I I grew up watching Arrested Development and other like. I don't. I don't want to say bad comedies because the like, rest of elements not that. But like comedy, like comedy for comedy's sake, kind of shows where Will Arnett was playing a character, and mm. this is like this feels like him really springing for a serious role, and I think he knocks it out of the park for the show. Like I am sad that as as far as I can remember, this show has not won like an Emmy. The show has not won like a, a um a mainstream award I'm sure it's won some mm-hmm. like side awards um but like for a mainstream award
1: i'm just i'm just shocked yeah i mean i, I think it's really good all the characters are d- portrayed in such an awesome way i it's one of those ones that I think I'm always going to remember. I remember one of the one of the things that really stood out to me when I was watching the show was, I think it was one of the, in the first or second season, I forget which it was, where he sold this uh, Ram guy that was like running past his house every day. And the funny thing is, you keep seeing that Ram throughout the entire series if you look for him. Mm-hmm. And he just gave him the advice, you just got to keep you know running. And then you got to keep doing it every single day. You just have to keep doing it. And it's just one of those things that just kind of sticks with you. You get, like, those little quips, like, everywhere throughout the series about little things. It could be about relationships. It could be it could be about, like, how you t- take your job. It can be about literally anything, how you take your family members, you know, how you take the trauma the trauma you've dealt with. And it it has something meaningful, it wants to say, about those things. And you laugh and you feel for it. And, yeah, you just... It just feels complete.
0: You know? I'm kind of interested... (laughs) I'm interested in your take on this. Okay. What do you got? It sounds like you're... It sounds like you think Bojack is a really inspirational story. Do you think the
1: ending is a happy ending? I think that's the wrong question. Because I think this whole show is setting up the series to not be a happy ending. Right. Because endings aren't necessarily happy. They're not necessarily what you want to get out of something. And the ending, I don't think, is exactly like that as well. It's not exactly what you want out of the series itself, but that is life itself. And that's kind of what the whole show is getting on about. Hmm. Things are better off than when they were at the beginning, and it took a long road to get there. And it feels like they could still fall off at any moment. But you know what? Everybody keeps trying, and it does get better, And as long as you do keep working at it. To me, that is something inspirational, because Bojack started at such a low point, and he went lower than where he started. But he eventually found something where he was quite happy with himself where he's starting to find a place again. And sure, that happened throughout the series again and again. And he could even fall off at this point. But I think when him and Todd were on the beach and he was talking about how he could just fall off again, and and then Todd was just like, yeah, then you go back to rehab and you start again. And yeah, I think that mantra from that ram at the beginning of the whole series, it kind of stings strong. You just gotta keep going at it again and again. So I, I think it is actually a very inspirational thing when you look at it. Hmm. I do do you not do you do you feel it's not an inspirational series? I guess the way that <clears throat> I guess the way that I had
0: seen the ending happen. hmm I feel like it's a series of people who at the end of the story are in different places in their life, but not necessarily all the stories have ended up in a good place. Like, obviously there are some people who ended up in a better place throughout the series. Like Diane, Diane ends up with a man she's happy with. Um, She kind of like, self actualizes herself as like a writer. She she realizes what she's kind of happy writing. Um there are some people like Mr. Peanut Butter who is like happy with himself being single and Princess Carolyn finding like finding hopefully finding a work life balance. And that work life balance is marrying somebody m- marrying her assistant. But like um I don't know about Bojack. I feel like at the end of the show, Bojack is worse than where he started. Oh,
1: I I, I 100% disagree with that. I
0: Obviously, I'm going to be talking about the end of this show now. (laughs) I am going to be talking about the last few episodes of Bojack Horseman, the end of the series. You've been warned. Mm -hmm. Um, Honestly, after he basically breaks his... After he breaks his, like, sober streak, breaks down into drinking, almost killing himself, getting to, going to prison, like, having all of this big controversy happen with him, with his whole life story coming out, Mm -hmm. his career is definitely not in the same place where it was. And, honestly, from the movie he was in before, like, the end of the series happens, the movie did not seem like a good movie. It didn't seem like something that he was proud to be in. It was just like, yeah, you know, this is something I'm kind of doing. You know, it's for money, because I'm dead broke. Um, The guy seemed like kind of an asshole he was, like, producing with. Um, The main thing, I think, that he is, like in a worse place for is that he, he kind of loses all of his friends in the end of the series. Mm-hmm. Like he, 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 re, he basically spends most of the show somewhat having people get more distant to him. Like princess Carolyn drops him as, as um as an agent, um, Diane moves away. um Mister Peanut Butter was never super close. A super well, Mister Peanut Butter won't be a close friend to Bojack, but Bojack didn't exactly reciprocate. And now that he's kind of at the end of this show, oh, and Todd, and Todd on top of all that is like in a in a committed relationship and and working and doing other things. He doesn't mm-hmm. really have any of that support structure he has anymore. So the th- so like. The people who were holding him together aren't there for him anymore. The things that he kind of like spurred him on to get help and to like get treatment aren't there in his life anymore. Especially Hollyhock, who Hollyhock was like his, his one thing that was like, I'm getting better because of her. I want to be better because. I want to be a good brother. Like that to me is that that to me is like one of the more tragic things at the end of the show is like he, he's lost everyone. And sure you could see that as like yeah well now he's he can get on a better path to like improve himself. But if we go by the series he's going to relapse. Like there's I I honestly think that there's not a bright future for Bojack after the finale. Obviously, it's left I to interpretation. It's left to interpretation, but at the same time, like me going off of how the last six seasons of the show went, mm-hmm. I don't think Bojack makes good decisions when he's on his own, when he has you know no what? support
1: structure. I don't, I don't necessarily disagree with what you're saying but I think a lot has changed since then I think I think prison is what he's always wanted I think he's always wanted to be held accountable for for his actions and the biggest feeling that he said he, he'd he ever had in his life was when he was able to teach those kids at university mm. and that was the most proud, it was the most fulfilling role he's had And him being a part of the prison theater is something that seemed to have been, he'd really been enjoying actually. And I don't think he's necessarily lost all the support around him. I think Diane, by how they were talking at the end, they're definitely not going to be around each other anymore.
0: No, I mean, that was that was a... That That's was pretty spelled out. That was a big but, conversation that happened in previous seasons, too. Like, Diane wanted to make sure if she moved away, Bojack was going to be all right. And we and, find out that he's
1: not entirely going to be all right. And you know what? I think that letting go is a healthy thing for her. Yeah. And honestly, I think it's good for Bojack as well, because I think he's getting to a point where... He realizes 100% where he is in what he's doing and what he needs to do better for himself. And though you could see it as he's lost everything, I would say that he's at a stronger peace of mind of where he's been because it, you can say that having Hollyhock was something that was something that strengthened him, and you were right. It was. But, He has literally hit as far as he can go down. He's been, quote unquote, held accountable for what he's done all these years. And it's probably freeing for him, I would say. I think that there is definitely a chance that he does relapse. But he still, I think Princess Carolyn is still somebody that's going to be around. I think Todd's not going away. But I do think that he is going to be at a healthier place at this point because there's nothing else for him to lose. And that's not necessarily a bad thing for him. I mean, he may relapse. And the show's pretty adamant that, yeah, he probably will relapse in the future. Yeah. But, you know, that's that's not the end. And as long as he keeps trying to improve himself, which he has, because even though he has been sinking lower and lower, like, he does improve himself. He does become a bit of a better person. And he has been becoming a bit of a better person, especially in the final seasons. But you can't expect as messed up as he is just to have a happy into-the-sunset ending, and I don't think that's something you can truly expect. I think it's fair to... To see say that, yeah, it's not gonna be all, you know, roses for him into the future. But I think the worst is behind him at this moment. I don't I don't think that there's going to be uh any deeper drives into depravity or anything like that. I mean, he might have a rel- relapse, but I I think overall he is going to be a better person moving forward just from everything. That has occurred so far in the season. And I think everybody else that has been around him. Their lives are certainly better. So. And they've all come to a place where. No. Everybody's where they should be. At that moment. Bojack has had his reckoning. And he's ready to move on. Diane is where she is in a life. She's finally given up being attached with Bojack. As a friend. And that's good for her. It's good for Bojack princess carolyn is not necessarily going to be attached to bojack but she is going to still have him as a friend and she's actually where she wants to be in her life and todd is where he wants to be in his life so i do see it as a positive thing i, I don't think a happy ending or a positive ending is everybody making out a-okay and at the best as possible i think this is as good as possible for bojack
0: I guess that is a good way of putting it is is as good as possible cuz I'm I, I mean I'm still not entirely sold but I do think that this is <laughs> this is definitely not where I thought the series would end it's much happier than I thought the series was going to end but um I thought he was gonna die in the pool. I <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Oh, yeah, no. I thought I thought the view from halfway down was literally the end of the series, and I was gonna be like, oh, oh, okay, I'm just gonna lie down for six years and just think about my life. Um Um Yeah, I I guess I can agree with you on that, that like the series BoJack ends in a better place than I'll put it as, he, he ends in a better place than I thought he was going to be. But also, he ended in a place where he's got more options than he had before. Before he had mm-hmm. this kind of, like, guillotine hanging over him of Sarah Lynn and the girl from Filbert and his mom and all these other, like, guilt hanging over him. And while they're not gone, um, he certainly has, like, he's come to grips with some of it. So, I guess in a way, he's in a better place, but only in a better place in the sense that he is, like, has more options than he had before. He has more uh, freedom to kind of do what he wants than before. Um, But I still think that's going to lead to him making bad decisions. He will continue to make
1: bad decisions. Yeah. Past this. I I, I don't... I don't, I don't, I don't deny that. Yeah. But I think if you're looking at like a tree of possible outcomes, right? I mean, like he's not gonna, he's not just gonna like you know get better suddenly, no, and no, no, like no, 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 no. All, it's going to be smiles and sunshine and such. Like it's, I don't think that's really an option in all you know. honesty. No, 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 no. And I, I wasn't thinking
0: that at all. But obviously, like this. I guess what I'm trying to think of is I think this is a sadder ending than if Bojack was just dead at the end of the series. Because if at least if he was dead, he would have gotten away and like been free of all this stuff. He's still alive and still has to kind of deal with all this.
1: I think that's a worse ending, in all honesty. Because then you can't do anything. Because once somebody's dead, they can't really change any of the things that they had done in their life. There's no chance for him to look back and realize what he should or should not have done and and he wouldn't have had a chance to live his life and redeem himself more i mean you can say that that no, there's no chance of him redeeming himself no i think no, no, no. it's a redemption and i'm not necessarily saying that still
0: better and i'm not okay, and i'm not necessarily saying that because obviously like him dying isn't the op- isn't like the only option but like the way the series lined this up was that, like, things were going to go horribly wrong, and then most likely Bojack was going to, like, die in some way, shape, or form. Um, and the series almost kind of pulls the rug out from under you. Because originally when I watched the final episode, the first thing I thought of was, like, wow, that's weird. They gave this kind of, like, almost like a, a like a happy-ish ending. They were like, oh, yeah, you know, Bojack lived. Um, everyone kind of had their happy ending. Even Bojack is, like, kind of in an okay place. Like, he... He's not, like... He's obviously not dead, but he's also, like, not having a... Um, these huge issues of, like... Um... A long prison sentence. Or, like, people beating down his door. People don't even remember what he was in trouble for anymore. Um... Mm -mm. Yeah, like, he... He doesn't have all these things. But... I guess the thing that I'm thinking of is, like, he needs to kind of continue to try and improve himself. And that's more of a challenge for Bojack than it is, like, a... um, It's more of a challenge for Bojack than him just simply ending. Mm -hmm. Because he's struggled so much to get to where he is in the series, and honestly, he hasn't, like, improved a ton... So for him to continue to keep progressing obviously is worthwhile for him to chase, but it's still going to be that like agonizing climb for him.
1: I guess it kind of depends on what you mean by improving, right? Because to me, I think he has grown so much from the absolute beginning of the series. I, I think he's grown a lot actually as a person. Uh, It's been a lot of improvement because so much of it, it's the difference. What he has become is, when he first started the series, he was going where the wind took him. Yeah. But now he does have, as you were saying before, solid choices before him. Well. Right? He has freedom to do things he, he wants. Well, yeah, but it's him making the choices. He's just not accepting what's in front of him and going for it. Right? He's not being... Blown by the wind of his addictions and and all that, right? Like it's more purposeful for where he's at. And I'd say that's a huge improvement from where he was in the beginning, where he was a he was completely aimless in the beginning. He thought he had like this concept of what his success was going to be, right? Mm-hmm. And now he's become more of a realistic person. He's grown a lot since the beginning of the series. Though if you look at somebody that has – like if you compare him to somebody that has their stuff together, like it's not a comparison, OK? It's not a fair comparison at all. Um, comparing him to somebody that is like – goes from A to B and gets all their shit done, it's not what he is, OK? Like it, that is something that is an unbelievable difficult for his character to do. Mm-hmm. But if you look at it for where he actually was at the beginning and like how – Little control he had over himself, his thoughts, and his actions, and to where he is now. Even though he does, still does not have full control over those things, he uh, he has improved immensely from that starting point. Though he had to go really low, and he he ping-ponged a little bit. He is, as a person, become more fulfilled, and become, I'd say, better. Yeah, yeah, I can't argue with that, but
0: I'd still say there's a lot of personal improvement he'd have to make. Oh, because obviously, like, <laughs> he's been gu- he's been guilted by all these things for so long, and the end of the series doesn't really make him seem like he's gotten past all of this. It's not like he. Con- it's not like the ending episode is like, man, that Sarah Lynn thing was crazy well, I'm glad I'm past it now. It's like, no, he still probably thinks about that. He probably still feels shitty about it. So I I just see the ending as a complete open ending. And I mm-hmm. almost think of it as like a worse place for him to be in. But obviously he has the freedom to kind of do whatever he wants at this point. Like he has the freedom to improve his life or make it significantly worse and that's kind of how the series wants to leave it is like however you want to interpret bojack at the end of it is in- entirely valid cuz it could be anything but yeah um yeah i guess it just comes down to how you want to interpret it
1: yeah i think that's fair i think it it is a little left up to a little bit of interpretation but, mm-hmm. yeah yeah i i like it as a series it it was good stuff. Yeah, i
0: I actually have one more. Well, I have a few small things that I want to I want to mention briefly. Um, sure. There are a lot of things I really appreciate in this show. Okay. Um, like we mentioned before, all the all the kind of jokes at Hollywood and everything like that. But from a character writing perspective, we just spent a whole bunch of time discussing the character of Bojack.
1: This Mm -hmm. series
0: just kind of has something that I really appreciate at the end of it. That was something I didn't think about until the end of the series. At the end of the series, Diane, like, starts taking antidepressants to kind of, like, get her life in order. And obviously there's a big struggle with that. But when she started taking antidepressants, she gained a lot of weight. And the show doesn't even really acknowledge it or do anything with it. And it kind of is such a nice representation of like, she's trying to get her life in order, and she's with people who really care about her. So obviously they wouldn't be like, they wouldn't bring it up, or mention it, or make fun of it. It's such a nice little moment that the whole series is kind of known for in general, but like it's such a nice little character writing moment that no one would bring that up. Mm -hmm. It's, um... It's something that, like, at the end of the series, I like. I was sitting down and thinking back on the on the, the most recent season. I'm like, oh yeah, that that was kind of like a genius little bit of writing right there. Um, it is kind of surprising that
1: Bojack didn't say anything about the weight.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it's not necessarily something that's like a big overt character thing, but like, not. Well, I, I don't mean a big overt character thing, but like a um, um, like it's not like a. It's not, like, put in the forefront of the story. It just mm-hmm. kind of happens, and people just accept it, because obviously this is happening over time. She's mm-hmm. she's with, um, whatever his name was, the guy that she's with. And the entire time you're just watching it, being like, oh, yeah, like, this makes sense. Like, that they would just be comfortable with this, because he loves her, and she's dealing with her issues. Mm-hmm. It's a nice thing. Um... The only other thing I wanted to mention was this. I don't want to call it a spinoff series. Did you watch Tuca and Birdie?
1: I did. What did you think about that? I enjoyed it. Uh, that was the thing with Ali Wong, right?
0: I think. Uh, yeah, I think that was her. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was animated by the same studio and all that. Okay, I. I guess what I'm thinking of is, like, I have a big interest in whatever this guy creates from here on out. Like, Bojack was okay. such a, a stroke of genius that I'm like, I want to see whatever else this guy puts out. And I'm interested why Tuka and Birdie was, like, the next thing he put out. Is that it? And it, and it kind of just fell? Yeah. Like, I... I, I i didn't watch all of it i only watched um like four or five episodes but like i remember watching it and being like yeah there's a different there's a change of pace from bojack i almost wonder if he wants to make something not as self-serious as bojack
1: yeah like i mean um i re- I really enjoyed t- Joy t- Tuka and birdie yeah i did
0: too but not in like a not not in a i love it kind of way but just more like a more like um oh, this is kind of the same writing style and the same kind of like character designs and everything like that. It's more of the world that I like um, yeah, but it's interesting to see that this is like the the very next thing he wanted to do was this like pretty much just straight comedy series like I don't know if it gets super dark towards the end of it, but like from what from what I can initially tell it's like yeah no, there's just like a really kind of surface level fun series to watch
1: well i mean it is it is that as well but it also does go into like some issues as well so like i i think it does kind of still take the mantle of what bojack did yeah it it Uh, deals with some anxiety issues but it doesn't deal with them as in such a serious way that bojack does yeah i don't deny that but it definitely still deals with like some issues in there like sexual harassment and like you know other stuff like that Mm -hmm. Or like, you know, trying to take a relationship seriously and like trying to have a healthy, you know, have a healthy relationship with friends and such. And I I still feel like it does go into those type of issues and such. So, yeah, but it it definitely doesn't have the dark edge that uh, Bojack had. That's for sure. It does not go as dark.
0: Yeah, I guess I would just be interested to see what this guy puts out next, because the two things he's put out, I think there's a third thing he's done, but I think it's super recent. Um, oh. he, I, I want, I'm interested to see what this guy puts out because obviously this was such like a crazy story to watch unfold and mm. to see, like, I I just want to see what he does next. This is, this is, this, oh, for sure. this is a, this is a creator in Hollywood who I'm very interested in whatever they're, whatever
1: he's going to put out next. Oh, agreed. A hundred percent. Yeah.